Well, Rob Heathcote, uh, abounding, did the right thing by the stable. That's a good story, Chestnut Philly. Wasn't hugely expensive. Heap of owners first light, of course, $75,000 for the Philly by Rich Enough from a casino prince mare called Transonic and 11 starts, 4 wins, 6 placings and that was her first go at the 1,400 metres on the weekend. Rob Heathcote, good morning, Rob. Yeah, good morning, Steve. And I said, probably think she'd done the right thing for racing because... It's a good story. It's owned by a syndication company. wasn't a cheap horse, and she's representing Queensland. And then she took on the Southerners and she beat them. And Martin Harley's played a big part of this story. I remember you telling me you thought about running it again before the weekend, but Martin said no, she doesn't need it. Oh, it's a wonderful story, and you could even use the word miracle. As you know, Steve, it was a year ago. Martin fell off lead four days before the Magic Millions. Cost him two winning rides in the millions. He was in a neck halo. He fractured his neck. Maybe never ride again. And to come back and have an association with this filly. And you're spot on. A lot of the credit goes to Martin because I described him on Saturday not only as a ripping bloke. He's a good jockey, but he's a horseman in the true sense. He came in and said to me in that funny accent, Robert, you don't need to run him again. And, and it's as simple as that. And, and I said, OK, Martin, that's an interesting thought. Let's not go to the Vaux Rogue and go into that race four weeks between runs. A little bit on the fresh side. We gave her a week at Kalora Lodge. Pete and Michelle out there looked after her, ticked her over with some light work. She came back here and she went into that race absolutely cherry ripe and she got the job done. So, no, huge kudos to Martin, not only for his you know return to racing, but the success that he duly deserved. Yeah, and everything went perfectly in the run too as well, didn't it? Un- unimpeded. Well, we had a 10 ride. It couldn't have been any better. And Look, she only won narrowly, but I still think it was a decisive win. She was really strong through the line. Obviously, there's options to go into state. Are you going to keep her in Queensland? I think so, Steve. I mean, you know, that it's a nice marketing tool to have an option to go to the All-Star Mile, but that's in March down in Melbourne. She's been up through our summer carnival. She's kicked a massive goal. She's won a stack of cash. She's already out at Kalora Lodge having a break, and uh, she can come back for those lovely three-year-old set weight races, culminating in the Fred Best probably, and then maybe the Stradbroke, but certainly the uh, the 1,400-metre Pats Tiara at Eagle Farm. It's right up her alley. You know, First Light had a very good filly years ago, didn't they? Aristia that won in Oaks. Yeah, and they and they now name their park Aristia Park down in uh, down in Victoria. So, no, well done to First Light. They've been enormous supporters of our stable for so long. Richly deserved win. Rolf Fire, of course, he had the big weight, the wide gate. Uh, tell us about that. Oh, yeah, look, that's... It's always possible when you draw a wide barrier on any racetrack. It doesn't matter if it's Flemington, Gold Coast or Kilcoy. It makes it tough. And what happened on Saturday, there were riders on his inside. They, they kind of figured that our only chance is to burn Rothfire off. But, you know, at the end of the day, the, the frantic tempo up front and with Rothy 61 kilos, Ben had no option. He was caught out in no man's land. There was nothing he could have done. Uh, to his credit, to Ben's credit and also to Rothfire's credit, 
he was enormous under the big weight to still run fourth. So he's already out in a, a nice grassy paddock having a rest, and we'll see him again for the next winter. Yeah, of course, the winner had about eight kilos less than him. Uh, Boom talk is promising in its own right. That's Rotha. Good, good horse. Yeah, it, was t- a, it was a hell of a win. The way it attacked the line, it was uh, it was a brilliant run. Yeah, I'll tell you the horse that I'm keen to follow out of that uh, that same race is Hatchet. I mean, Robbie Dolan, it, it, that was scary watching the head on with him. Yeah, it was. I'm oh, sorry, uh, that the steward, the the blimpy shot. He, you know, geez, that was tight early with Hatchet. You got to put through uh, the run. There were four of them back there, and they they all got into a punch up at the tail of the field, and poor old Hatchet and Stuttering probably cop the worst of it. They both came out of the race with lacerations to their legs, but but Hatchet was so strong through the line, so. No, we, we're keeping him going. That was only his second run. And the first time he'd drawn soft, and drawing soft probably was a disadvantage for him. But, uh, yeah, tough one to swallow that one. But he'll be back and he'll be winning more races very soon. All right, soon. so he rests too, does he? No, no, he's, he's in work. He's, okay. He worked, he worked this morning, so we'll find a nice race for him in the next yeah. few weeks. And just back to Roth Fire, you're saying we, we'll probably see him, you know, April or something like that? I think so, Steve. Well, mm. we've used the same program for the last few years. You know, probably the Ascot Handicap at Eagle Farm and leading on to the Victory Stakes and then probably the Kingsford Smith. Maybe a Dooman 10,000. I know, look, <clears throat> there, there's a few options there for us. Stradbroke, he's run a third and a second, carrying big weights. Well, he's not going to get any less weight, but maybe he could draw a better barrier. Uh, let, let's see how he's going as we get closer. But he's, uh, he's, he's got to love him to death. He's a, he's a superstar. Prince of Boom, fourth to Derry Grove in the syndicate event. The preparation probably went a bit pear-shaped for us with his first run. First run at Caloundra when he got involved in that frantic race tempo and he pulled up with hard arrhythmia on a very hot day. And you know, he was below his best on Saturday. Still ran well for a nice fourth, but... Normally, at weight for age, I feel he should have beaten those horses. But look, at the end of the day, we, we've tipped him out as well. Give him a break. I'm still confident that he can come back. But it's always tough after suffering from a heart arrhythmia to come back to your best. Did he have wind operation some years ago? He did. And, and that also, Stephen, is is possibly it's... Uh, you know, might have might have taken away um, the amount of oxygen he he could bring in. So we'll get all of that checked out before we see him in the winter. All right, and Party Spirit was a brave third there in the Country Cup. And the time. If you'd said to me your horse is going to run one eight four, <laughs> I thought I might have gone close to winning. But uh, no, full credit to the winner, uh, Ange Jones from the outside barrier took the uh, took it by the scruff of the neck and uh, went forward and never stopped. And what was your assessment of the track in general on the weekend? Oh, I think it played well. Uh, it played quite fair. And at the end of the day, Steve, that's all any trainer ever wants, a track to play fair. And, you know, the results are determined by, you know, quality of horses and the way the races are run. But there's certainly no criticism of the track. And bear in mind, it did cop seven inches of rain. Um, you know, so it's done a good job to come back and race as well as it did. Excellent. Thanks for joining us, Rob. Greatly appreciate it. Pleasure, mate. Yeah, Rob Heathcote talking about some runners there, including a Rothfire, yes, Brave, with the weight there on the weekend, abounding, getting the job done there in the three-year-old guineas, picking up some very, very good prize money for a lot of connections. The first prize money check in that race was just over $1.7 million for the daughter of Rich Enough, as we said, 75000 Yeah, Rothfire, what's the stewards for the uh, head-on? No, not the head-on, the the blimp shot this morning and it appeared that some parts of the race he might have got some cover out there behind situation room but exposed for most of the way and and brave there 
uh, with the 61 kilograms. Uh, Roth Fire, and as I said, if you get a chance to watch um, the horse and the chief to be his colours, I thought he went terrific there. Uh, Hatchet on the weekend is damn scary. Uh, there were three of them, and Hatchet was in the middle, the meat and the sandwich, and it could have been very, very nasty, and yet he picked himself up, he came off the bridle, uh, thereafter, but he actually found the line in a really solid manner hatchet. So there might be something for him over the coming weeks.